You're listening to the Grace Church Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to bringing you biblical guidance to life's most important issues. We want to thank you for joining us for this week's message. We pray you find strength and encouragement as we learn from God's truth together. For more information, go to visitgracechurch.com. Hey guys, I want to welcome you here to Grace Church this Christmas. We are honored that you're worshiping Jesus Christ, Christmas 2019 with us. If you're joining us online from wherever you're at in the world, God bless you. We believe God has something special for you. If you're joining us from our North Overland Park campus with Pastor Chris Fetters, we are believing that God has a special message for you this Christmas that will transform your life. If you're joining us from Prairie Creek Elementary with our Arletha campus, Pastor Brian Gann, Uh, you are worshiping right across the street from our future location about to be built, our future facility to reach that community. And so every year at Christmas, uh, we look at the story again, a well-known story, and we ask God, what aspect of the Christmas story do you want us to talk about this year? God laid upon our heart, no other king. So when Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, he was born, and there is no other king in history like Jesus. There's no other king who cares like Jesus, no other king who provides for people like Jesus, who protects people like Jesus, who looks forward like Jesus. There is no other king. And I want to talk to the kids, by the way, each of our locations. Kids, I need you to to track down the purple-covered coloring book that has the gold crown, the no other king. Grab that coloring book. I need you. We're going to talk about four points in just a moment. I'm going to give you page numbers to turn to. There's areas to fill in the blank. There's coloring pages, sticker activities. You need to guide your parents or whoever's sitting by you to point out those page numbers. I need your help. They need your help. All right. So when you look in the New Testament, New Testament opens with four books called the four Gospels. The New Testament starts Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The word gospel literally means good news. Four books record the life of Jesus. Why are there four books? There's four different witnesses, four different stories about who Jesus is. Each of them have a different theme. And when you read through that gospel, Matthew talks about one aspect of Jesus. Mark, another aspect. Luke, another aspect. John, another aspect. Each of these four gospels also has a different Christmas story. Four different gospels, four different Christmas stories, Showing us four different ways that Jesus is like no other king. Here's my challenge to you at each of our locations. Would you just be aware for that thought, that moment from God Almighty as he brings up a thought in your mind, as the Holy Spirit whispers, this is this Christmas story you need this year. This is the aspect of Jesus you need. All right, we're going to walk through each of these four Gospels, four points. The first point, let's look at Matthew. Matthew, the theme of the book of Matthew is that Jesus is king. There is no other king like Jesus. If you put Jesus as king with every other king in history, Jesus is the king of all those kings. He's the king of kings. Kids, grab that purple coloring book. Turn to page five and six. Turn to page five and six. There you're going to want to write in the word king. There's no other king. That's what the book of Matthew talks about. And there's a nativity sticker activity you can do. Okay, for the rest of us, this is a crown right here. This is actually St. Edward's crown. It's the British crown. When royalty is crowned in Britain, they use this crown. 
the St. Edward's crown. It was manufactured in 1661. It is worth an estimated $39 million. That's the crown. When you think about kings and queens, what do you think about? Kings and queens have different aspects. You see, if you're a king or a queen, you sit on a throne. You have absolute control. You're king. You're queen. There is no vote taken up. You don't vote to become king or queen. There's no term limits when you're a king or queen. And you wear a crown, a special symbol of your power. And when you read the Gospel of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew is all about how Jesus is king. Jesus is king. There is no other king like him. And it makes sense that the Christmas story in Matthew is focused on the wise men looking for a king. It's the only time you see the wise men. They're looking for a king. Why? Matthew talks about Jesus as king. And see in that Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. Matthew 2, verse 2. Here comes the wise men visiting, and they ask a question. The wise men from the east, modern-day Iraq or Iran. Where is the newborn king? That was their question. They've traveled hundreds and hundreds of miles. Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose. We have come to worship him. See, the wise men in the east likely had a copy of the book of Daniel. They knew the prophecy of the coming Messiah. They saw a star. They traveled hundreds of miles. And the Christmas story in Matthew is built around Jesus being the newborn king. And when Jesus as king shows up, other kings freak out. That's what the next verse says, Matthew 2, verse 3. Matthew 2, verse 3 says, King Herod, who is currently king, who is being asked, where is the newborn king? The guy who's thinking, I'm supposed to be king. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law, and he asked them a question about this. Guys, Matthew is the very first gospel. And in Matthew's gospel, it's all about Jesus being like no other king in history. No other king in history. There's no other king who has more power than Jesus. There's no other king that's more love for you than Jesus. There's no other king who has leadership in your life that you need to follow for your own good, for your own life. Is this the Christmas story, this Christmas you need? Matthew's Christmas story of the wise men looking for a king. Is Jesus your king? Are you following Jesus? Is he your king? That's Matthew's story. Okay, let's look at the second gospel, the gospel of Mark. In the gospel of Mark, the theme is servant, servanthood. Jesus is servant, and there is no other servant like Jesus. No other servant like Jesus. In fact, if you took every servant in the history of the world, put them all in a room, put them all in a location, every servant, Jesus would be serving them. There is no other servant in history like Jesus. He's the servant of servants. Kids, we're on page 7. So now turn over to page 7 if you'd like to join us. You're going to write the word servant on page 7. You can color in some areas. Or maybe even draw a picture. Draw a picture of what it looks like to be serving. What does a, someone in serving look like? When you hear the word servant, what comes to mind? You might think somebody who's a servant, they're not working for themselves. They're a servant. There's no other servant like Jesus. You see, they work for someone else. And as a servant, a servant seeks direction from their master. A servant listens. And whatever their master tells them, 
Their servant does that. And in history, there is no other servant like Jesus. That's the gospel of Mark. The gospel of Mark, the key word in the gospel of Mark is the word immediately. Immediately. Forty times in these 16 chapters, you hear the word immediately. Why? Because every time God asks Jesus to do something, Jesus is a servant. And he immediately does it. And so you think, if the gospel is built around Jesus being a servant, what is the Christmas story of Mark? There is no Christmas story. There's no birth story. There's no wise men. Why? If you're a servant, who cares about your background? Who cares where you were born? Who cares what happened in your past? All that matters to the perfect servant is what does God want you to do today? And so, of course, it makes sense that the Christmas story in Mark is eliminated and you see Jesus showing up serving whatever God tells him to do. See, one time God told Jesus to go get baptized. And so he said, yes. I will do that. That's Mark 1, verse 9. Here's the very first mention of Jesus. One day, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. Okay, God called me baptized. He came, and he was baptized. You see, there's no other servant in history so obedient, so willing to follow the master. When God later told Jesus to go preach the good news, guess what the perfect servant did? He did it. Mark chapter 1, verse 14 says later on, after Jesus was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee where he preached God's good news. See, there is no other servant like Jesus. No servant like Jesus. And what's weird about this, think about the first two. You got Matthew saying no other king like Jesus. Mark saying no other servant like Jesus. The two Christmas stories, wise men and no Christmas story, just serving. But you know what's weird? Kings... Don't often serve. How can you be both? There's a tension. If you're a CEO of a company, you don't often clean the toilets. That's unusual. If you're the starting quarterback of your football team in the NFL, you don't often clean the stadium. Or do you? Let's take a look. Gina, bring it in. So good to see you. Thank you so much for coming. James, great to see you. Absolutely a pleasure. God, thank you for coming. Hey, man, thanks for having us. Of course, of course. Hey, next time, your place, all right? I'll bring the games. Oh, my goodness, I got to stop entertaining. Oh, boy. Animals. That is awesome. Now, guys, we know that the Cleveland Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield, is not cleaning up the stadium but Patrick Mahomes would. Let's be honest. He, he would because he's the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Our team, most of our teams. Oh, guys, here's the thing. Mark is the second gospel because we've seen Matthew talks about Jesus as king. Is this the Christmas story you need? You need the story of Jesus who is the perfect servant. Who cares about his background? Who cares about your past? The message of Jesus being the perfect servant is that if God asks you to do something, you do it. That's what God told Jesus as the perfect servant. He immediately would follow. All right, let's look at the third Christmas story. The third Christmas story is Luke. And in the Gospel of Luke, it's all about Jesus being fully human. No other human like Jesus. God was now in human form. And there's no other human in history that has no sin nature born of a virgin. Now, kids, in your coloring book, turn to page 8, 9, and 10. 
page 8, 9, and 10. There you're going to want to fill in the word human. There's no other human. There's another coloring page and a memory verse activity for you, page 8, 9, and 10. When you think about what does it mean to be human, what is the human experience? If you're a human, you started as a single cell. All of us, at some point, were one single cell. Then two cells, then four. All of us have human DNA. All of us were born human. All of us have grown as human. All of us live and experience life as a human. And every single human, given enough time before the Lord returns, we're going to experience death. Death as a human. And Jesus Christ came, the whole Gospel of Luke, written by a doctor, a medical doctor, the God in human form. Jesus is human. There's no other human like him. In fact, you see this, of course. The Gospel of Luke is the story of the virgin birth and the manger story. Of course it makes sense. Jesus being human gets the actual birth story, him being born as a human. Luke chapter 1, verse 27. Luke 1, 27. An angel is sent to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. You see, Mary was a virgin. She was engaged. She was not married yet. And she becomes supernaturally pregnant with Jesus Christ because of the virgin birth. And the virgin birth story happens in Luke chapter 2. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 6, the only time you see the actual birth story is in the Gospel of Luke, showing that he's like no other human, born in a barn, laid in a feeding trough, Luke 2. It says in verse 7, she gave him birth to her, she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. When God came in human form, when God opened his eyes in this world, Jesus as a newborn infant, God for the first time in history was looking in, at the world through human eyes, hearing through human ears, smelling through human nose, experiencing life as a human. There is no other human in history like Jesus. Luke is the third gospel, talking about how the fact that Jesus is human. Is this the Christmas story you need? The Christmas story of the virgin birth, the Christmas story of the actual birth in the manger, the fact that God became human and therefore understands you. He gets what you're going through. God in human form. Jesus knows what it's like to suffer and to weep and to miss someone that's passed away and be lonely and celebrate and have victory. Maybe Luke is the Christmas story that you need because Jesus is like no other human. No other human like Jesus. Okay, let's look at the fourth gospel, the final gospel, the gospel of John. The message of John is there's no other God than Jesus. There's no other God than Jesus. Everybody who thinks there are gods, false gods in this world, there is one God, the gospel of John says. That is Jesus. No other God than Jesus. Kids. Now we're going to be on page 12 and 13. Turn to page 12 and 13 of your coloring book. They're going to see right in the word God, no other God. And there's another memory verse activity on page 12 and 13. Now, uh, the people think about gods in different ways around the world. There's different views about God. Some people, when they think about God, they believe there are many gods. There are multiple gods. That belief is 
polytheism. Many gods, polytheism. Some people in this world, they believe that God, there's a God, a being that created this world, but he abandoned it, left it alone, maybe even doesn't even know what's going on. That's called deism. God created the world, but leaves it alone, doesn't do anything in there. Some people believe that God is the world. That the chair you're sitting on is God, that nature is God, that the world is God. That's pantheism, believing the world is God. Yet the Gospel of John talks about that there is no other God than Jesus. That Jesus is and has always been God Almighty. Jesus was God before there was a universe. You see this, by the way. The Christmas story in John is all about Jesus being God. Of course it is. Genesis 1-1 starts in the beginning. John 1-1 starts in the beginning. John 1-1 says this. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. That word, Word, that's capitalized. In Greek, is the word logos. That's a name for Jesus Christ. He is the Word. He is the Logos. And it says about Jesus Christ, in the beginning, the Word already existed. When time and space began, when the universe began, Jesus already existed. And it says the Word was with God. The Word being with God, that shows the persons of God. There's one God and three eternal persons, Father, Son, is Jesus, and Holy Spirit. The Word already existed. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Jesus is God. Existed Father, Son, Holy Spirit before time began. The next verse even talked about Jesus created the universe, spoke it into existence. You and I exist. The universe exists because Jesus created it. And he existed before time began. Why? There is no other God than Jesus. And the Word, though the Word existed before time began and was with God the Father and God the Spirit and absolutely was God, the Word became human. John's Christmas story, John 1.14 says, so the Word became human. John's Christmas story is about how God became human. Why? Jesus is God, no other God than him. And he made his home among us he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Yeah, John's Christmas story, John is the fourth gospel, talking about Jesus is God. Think about the four Christmas stories, matching the four different themes, and ask again, just be aware, what is God speaking to you about? The aspect of Jesus this Christmas you need. The one God's speaking to you about Matthew, Jesus is king. That's the wise man seeking the actual king. Is Jesus your king? Maybe that's your Christmas story. Maybe Mark being the perfect servant. Who cares about his background? Who cares about the birth story? Servants serve immediately. Maybe God's been speaking about your obedience to him, your immediate service to him, the humility of Jesus. Maybe it's the Luke Christmas story, the human Christmas story, the humanity of Jesus Christ. The Luke Christmas story is the actual virgin birth, the manger scene only found in this Luke story. 
And God's been speaking to you about how he understands you and knows you and has compassion for you. Or maybe it's Jesus is God, the John Christmas story. That Jesus is the eternal word before time began who took on human form. And the fact that Jesus is God, God's calling you to receive him as Lord and Savior. At this time, I'm going to pass it back to your campus pastor to continue to process what is God doing in and through you. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you have questions or would like to contact us for prayer, please email us at info at visitgracechurch.com. For more information about our ministries, location, and service times, go to visitgracechurch.com.